Welcome to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast, where we inspire collaborative thinking, improved outcomes, and business success with today's most successful and inspiring healthcare leaders and influencers. And now your host, Saul Marquez. All right, Outcomes Rocket listeners, welcome back once again to the Outcomes Rocket, the show where you could get together to improve outcomes and defeat the common enemy, which is inefficiency. Today, I have an outstanding guest. His name is John Lee Dumas. He's the host of the EO Fire, an award-winning podcast where he interviews today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. JLD has, that JLD is his nickname, by the way, John Lee Dumas. He's grown EO Fire into a multi-million dollar a year business with over 1,500 interviews, 1.5 million monthly listens. He's the author of the Freedom Journal, the Mastery Journal, and these are two one of the most funded published campaigns of all time on Kickstarter. All the magic happens at eofire.com, and I just want to welcome John to the show. Saul, I am fired up to be here, brother. I have welcomed you into my home, and now I am welcoming you into my virtual studio. Looking forward to it. (laughs) Hey, had a blast out there. You've done such a wonderful job of adding value to entrepreneurs, John. And, uh, you know, I really had a blast out there in Puerto Rico with you that I said, you know, after the things that we dove in and the pearls of wisdom that you shared, I really thought it'd be a great opportunity to have you on the show. So I'm really glad that you agreed to it. You are welcome and I am excited. So the thing that I thought we could focus on today, John, you've done so much, right? You've done the Mastery Journal, you've done the Freedom Journal, but you have a new one coming up. It's a book and the book is How to Finally Win. Can you firstly just kind of walk us through what the book is about and what inspired you to to write it? Sure. You know, as Entrepreneur on Fire is approaching its five-year anniversary and as I'm approaching my 1800th interview with successful entrepreneurs, you know, I kind of took a step back and realized that I've learned a lot and I've made a lot of mistakes and I've had a lot of successes, you know, over the years. And I've kind of realized that there is a formula to win. And I see that so many people struggle because they actually think that the game is about how not to lose and they try not to lose and they do everything they can to avoid losing, to avoid failing. And my big message here is, friends, It's not about how not to lose. It's about how to finally win. And that's singular. Because if you can just get one win amongst a sea, I'm talking an ocean of losses, then you can win. You can literally win with that singular victory. So the whole book is about creating your dream life one step at a time, going from that one win to that next win, to that next win, something that I saw you do in just one day, Saul, because you know you got to come down here, you invested very meaningfully in yourself. We got to work one-on-one, which I just don't do, but when I do it on a very rare occasion, I'm able to see that spark in the eye, that first victory. And you've taken that first victory and you've just been able to parlay it into where you are now, which is just you know the beginning, which is so exciting. So that's what the book's all about. It's about my journey of learning from over 1,800 successful entrepreneurs about how they've lost a million times, but how that doesn't matter at all. It's about how to finally win, and that's the book. John, it's super powerful, and you know, the simplicity, there's power in the simplicity, because a lot of times, and and even in healthcare, we spend so much time thinking about how not to lose, and when we focus on this 
concept of how not to lose, we're missing the boat. And I love that you focus on it. It's so simple. And the other shift that I also want to encourage the listeners to think about as we dive into some of the concepts of the book is focus. And so as we look to improve healthcare versus trying to improve sick care, it's oftentimes the things that happen outside of the hospital that lead to the improvement of that system. And so what are the things that we're doing outside of the hospital to improve that? Because we're losing in the hospital. What do we have to do to win in healthcare? And it happens outside the hospital. So in John's words, let's focus on how to finally win by looking outside of the hospital. And so John, let's dive into it. You know, you shared a little bit about your why. Now, maybe we could dive into some of the core concepts of the book. So the core tagline of the book is create your dream life one step at a time. And what I think a lot of people do when they start their journey, whatever that might be, is they just kind of jump into the deep end and they kind of flounder around and they wonder why they're not really making the kind of progress that they could and should be. It's because they don't know how to swim yet. So you don't dive into the deep end without knowing how to swim. And that's what this book kind of is. It's a step by step process of how to create and build your dream life one step at a time. So from chapter one to chapter 20, it's literally 20 different steps along the way that's going to be bringing you to finally winning. So you start with the basics. You start with that step one and every step leads into that next step and so on and so forth going down that line until you've gotten to the place where you finally won. So we'd love to talk about the core concepts. I love when you bring up that word focus saw because it's all about following one course until success. I love and that. That is definitely one of the core concepts that I bring forth and how to finally win. And what I want people to realize that when they start this journey, listen, the weapons of mass distraction, they're everywhere. If you let them take you down, they will. But if you're able to focus on one step at a time, every one of those steps is going to result in a win that's going to give you that momentum to win at life. This is huge, John. And I love your acronym. I've used this plenty of times after the first time I heard it on on one of your episodes. And by the way, Outcomes Rocket listeners, if you have not had a chance to tune into John's podcast, truly one of the best in my opinion. It's EO Fire. You could find it on iTunes or Google Play, pretty much anywhere. It is awesome. And and focus, F-O-C-U-S, follow one course until success is huge. And the other thing that John said is avoid the weapons of mass distraction. And in healthcare, we've got a lot of noise happening with the rhetoric of Trump care versus Obamacare or the ACA and, and all these things that are happening. That's all noise. So if we're truly going to be leading our healthcare system to a better place, I think one of the key things to do, as John mentioned, is to avoid the weapons of mass distraction and focus on your core concepts and the core things that you're looking to achieve. So John, as you work to go from chapter one into chapter 20, it's a process that builds upon itself. And so continuity is key. Can you speak to the importance of continuity? Continuity is something that I think a lot of people don't really think that much about, you know, when they're building a business. Because if we want to go and recreate the wheel every single time, we can do that. But the time, the energy, the effort of having to do that over and over again, it's going to wear down on you. And it's going to really 
not allow you to scale and to leverage your business, your life, your brand to the places that you want to be. But if you can build continuity into it, and that's one thing what I love about podcasting, it's just natural continuity. I mean, you have someone mm-hmm. subscribe to your show and the show goes live the next day and then the next day and then the week after that, they're listening. You're, you're that voice. It's that continuity that's really going to allow you to say, you know what? I can know, I can trust that my business is growing on this level. If we can get somebody to subscribe to our podcast, that's much more valuable than to get somebody to listen to our podcast. We can get that continuity moving forward. We know that we can build upon those strengths and build upon that business. We can then flex that into the products, into the services, into the communities that we as entrepreneurs are creating. That's where we're going to win long term. So absolutely love that point about continuity. And John, I appreciate that. With weapons of mass distraction, what tips would you give the listeners to apply to avoid the weapons of mass distraction? So we live in a world that's pulling at you from every which way. I mean, that's the world that we live in. And it's only going to get, I don't even want to say worse because that's, you know, a matter of opinion, but it's only going to get more distracting as we go forward because everybody's vying for your attention, whether it be any one of the social media feeds, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter's pinging you, LinkedIn, they're all coming out with their new things, Snapchats, whether it be going onto your internet browser, whether it be Chrome or Firefox, and then just pinging you with the extensions. You know, your email's coming in, your cell phone's dinging, you have WhatsApp, you know, you have Google uh, Voice. You just, just coming from everywhere. All of these things happening. You know, I have people actually showing up at my door, you know, trying to sell me stuff. I mean, you literally have distractions coming at you from every way, shape, and form. So if you don't carve out a place that's going to allow you, give you a certain amount of time. Now, you can't be unrealistic and expect you're going to have a day of distraction-free life. It doesn't mm-hmm. exist, and that's fine. And that's, that's not the world that we want to live in anyways. But if you're able to carve out certain time segments within each day that you're able to focus on one thing and one thing only, you're going to win. And that's exactly why I launched the book prior to How to Finally Win, which was the Mastery Journal, because I realized that people were struggling with productivity. They were struggling with discipline. They were struggling with focus. And those were three of my greatest strengths. So within the Mastery Journal, I was able to set up a structure that people can just go ahead and they can set up a focus session of a certain amount of time. You know, for me, it's 42 minutes. That's what works for me. And that's just focus time on one task. I set a timer, I press start, and nothing else can take my actual focus or attention during that time. And in fact, I use this app called Self Control on my computer that blocks everything except that one thing that I'm doing and it blocks it for all 42 minutes. I could restart my computer and it wouldn't let me get onto Facebook or <laughs> So it'll literally block you out of everything. It blocks you out of everything except for the, the one <laughs> intended or task that you choose. And so for me, you know, if I'm writing a book, that's just Microsoft Word. Like there's nothing else that I can use on my computer for mm-hmm. those 42 minutes. And it's just such a calming feeling when you press that block button because you don't have the little voice saying, oh, just kind of quickly check your email, (laughs) Facebook feed or this or that because you can't. And now you know you can't. And you know the timer's going and you just focus. And then you have what I call a refresh time after that where you're taking purposeful refreshment. And for me, that's 18 minutes, one eight, where after that 42 minutes of focus, I take 18 minutes of a break and I just relax and I just breathe or I meditate or I journal or I go for a quick walk around the house or I go down to the pool, whatever it might be. But I have 18 minutes to just relax. And I do those four sessions every single day. And that gives me approximately 
160 minutes of focus, which is not that much. You know, it's only four 40-minute sessions, but it's so much in the big scheme of things when people are lucky to get four minutes of focus if they don't have that mentality. That's a great recommendation, John. And for the healthcare leaders listening to this, as you start thinking about your strategy on how you're going to engage your teams and how you're going to take their performance to the next level, I really recommend John's mastery journal. You could get it. I think, John, you have packages too, right? Yeah, we do. So he's got team packages, truly a fantastic journal. The method that John uses, his focus time and his refresh time is part of that journal. And I've used it as well. I got my little Pomodoro tomato. I turn that little guy on and I just go after it. And you know what? The one thing that I have realized, John, is that it amplifies and it multiplies. And when you're 12 weeks into your focus time and you're doing it consistently, it's amazing what happens as far as results. They just pile on. It's that momentum, brother. Once you get that momentum going, it's almost hard to stop it. Not that you'd want to, but it's pretty right. No, for sure. This is great, John. And so there's so many things that we could use to take our, our lives and our businesses to the next level. And I think John's provided us some really great ones here to consider. And so, John, one of the things that we spend time focused on in healthcare is really how to improve outcomes. And in a time where just healthcare in general, it's making up 20% of our gross domestic product, getting close to $3 trillion annually. There's a big problem with costs. And even I think I shared this with you, you know, when we were together, two out of every three bankruptcies has to do with healthcare. What do you suggest for the folks that maybe aren't involved in healthcare to put together a, a lifestyle and a, and a package that helps them avoid this? So it's tough because just like you are being pulled to be distracted in a million different ways every single day. You're also being pulled to kind of let your financial life spin out of control every single day too. I mean, we're just getting pings on everything materialistic you can be. And now that Amazon, you know, is a mere click away from anything in the world that you can want, you just have these spontaneous purchases, I call them. And they're happening to me all the time, by the way. I am definitely not proud of my, <laughs> my Amazon purchases because Kate's like, how are we spending this much money every month on Amazon? And I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I only buy stuff that I really need on there, but man, it just really adds up. And so it's so easy as a human and as an entrepreneur and as any kind of a small business owner to kind of continue to up-level your lifestyle as you're generating more revenue. So like when you're making $50,000, you're, you're, you know, you're living paycheck to paycheck, but somehow when you're making 150, you're still living paycheck to paycheck because you moved into that nicer place. You bought that nicer car. You go out to more fancy dinners, you know, you take more trips and all of a sudden like you're living, you know, quote unquote, maybe a higher lifestyle, but you don't have anything in the bank to show for it. And so then when you have these situations where you have this health situation that kind of spirals out of control, you know, before you know it, poof, whatever small savings you're able to acquire are gone and then you're into bankruptcy and just kind of spirals in the opposite direction because just like it's hard to get that good momentum going, but once you get it going, it's hard to stop it. It's the same on the flip side. Once you get that bad momentum going, it spirals out of control very quickly. And so I just think that we just need to be very proactive in this world and you know, not try to react, but how can you be proactive? And that's why, and you saw this way you were down here, Saul, like I'm focused on my health. I'm focused on my fitness. I'm focused on my nutrition. Like I know 
the foods that go into my body are going to make or break me the next 10, 20, 50 years from now. So I want to make sure that I'm doing everything I can to prevent things from going downhill for me. And so every single day I'm waking up, I'm making sure that I'm getting the right amount of exercise in. I invest heavily in myself with a naturopathic doctor, functional medicine. So I know that I internally in my guts, you know, in my gut biome, in my floor and and other parts of my body that is actually, if not operating at an optimal level, I'm at least going in that direction to get more healthy there. You know, I'm going to the veterans hospital because I am a vet and getting, you know, my every six month checkups and getting, you know, seen by the, the right doctor so that I can catch something early before it spirals out of control. Because if we can prevent all this stuff, then we're in a much better position than unfortunately when you see people that do have those situations where things just spiral out of control. John, and I think this is a great point here. As leaders in the industry, we oftentimes neglect to take care of ourselves. And one of the things that I really appreciated about just kind of our time together, John, is that you're pretty mindful of what you put in your body. And here at home, we we are too. So I think we kind of hit it off on the healthy eating. And it's just such an important thing that you have to do as as a leader because if you can't if you don't have the health you don't have anything else and so one of the things that we do here at home is you know we we eat more than anything a plant-based diet and you know not to get into the details of it but just a lot of meats are cancer causing after if you take a look at what happens long term when you eat them you know so it's uh, uh not to say we don't eat meat we definitely enjoy our meat here and there, but it, taking a look at healthcare outside of the hospital starts with diet. So if you think of Hippocrates, you know, Hippocrates, the ancient Greek man responsible for the, you know, the Hippocratic Oath, you know, he talks about the three things that lead to health. And he says it's, it's diet, it's exercise, and it's policy innovation. And so this concept of diet happens outside of the hospital. This concept of exercise happens outside of the hospital. And, you know, there's a theme here. And so definitely appreciate the amount of time that you spend on health, John. Have you run into anybody that doesn't or have you heard any stories of people that maybe have have run into a brick wall because of it? All the time. I mean, for me, one of the worst things in the entrepreneurial space right now is it's kind of mentality that you always need to be on. You always need to be grinding. You always just need to have that nose to the grindstone. And the reality is people are sacrificing sleep. And that's a very short-term solution. Like, yeah, you might get more work done, but I would actually argue that you're not actually getting that much quality work done when you're sacrificing sleep, even at the very early time frame. But you're definitely burning your bridges in the long term because your body just can't operate. So, you know, for me, I have an absolute eight hour minimum required sleep for me. Like if I get eight and a half, awesome, loving it. If I get seven, I'm not happy. And I'm Mm -hmm. thinking about taking a nap at some point during that day because I know that I'm only going to get quality work done when I'm fully rested, when I'm fully focused on sleep. And that just is such a problem right now in the entrepreneurial industry that, you know, a lot of people just aren't tackling and they think that it's kind of a badge of honor to, you know, say they only slept four hours last night or they pulled an all-nighter or X or Y or Z but they're not even really realizing that it's just, in effect, so detrimental because I only need, again, 160 minutes to be more productive than any other entrepreneur in the world. Because if I can take those 160 minutes, those four 42-minute focus sessions, I'm going to win every Mm -hmm. single day. And so I think if people can really recognize that and really understand that, hey, it doesn't mean you have to stay late and miss dinners with your family and work on the weekends and do this and do that. No, if you can just 
carve out the right focus time during your day, two sessions in the morning, two sessions in the afternoon, then you're done. Then do the busy work, get to inbox zero, go home, shut down, you know, spend time with the family, relax, be in bed at a reasonable hour, get a good night's sleep, wake up the next morning and do it all over again because this is a marathon. This is not a sprint. And four intense focus sessions every single day of just 40, 50, 30, whatever, how many minutes work for you, that's going to allow you to win in the long run. And that's what I really think a lot of people are hurting themselves health-wise, quality of work-wise, because of that just not understanding the value of sleep. Uh, great message, John. And, you know, time flies. I, I'd love to have some more time with you on here. So, you know, as we near to the end here, what would be the place where folks could learn some more about the things that, that we've discussed today? And what would you say the best place for them to get a hold of you is? Well, the best place for me is eofire.com. That's our headquarters. That's where all the magic happens. We have a lot of free courses over there, free courses for podcasting, for webinars, for funnels, for goals. So we have a lot of great free content for entrepreneurs, for small business owners, for people that are just kind of looking to improve their knowledge in this online world that we live in today. So that's eofire.com. And you know, kind of a message that I think I like to share, Saul, with a lot of people that are listening is try not to become a person of success but try instead to become a person of value. And that's an Albert Einstein quote that I heard at 32 years old, and it changed everything for me. And ever since that moment, I've really focused on how can I add value to others. And everything else has just kind of followed and fallen into place. And again, it's once you kind of get that initial momentum going of adding value to such a degree, just starts piling on top of itself in a good way it's hard to stop. And again, and you don't want to stop in any way. So try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. Some powerful words, John, and uh, I wish we had some more time, but you know, I really appreciate your words of wisdom and this is a non-traditional interview, but I think we're going to be doing more of these, John, because in healthcare, we can learn from the success of others that are not in healthcare. And so you've provided a great example of that. Really appreciate you making the time to get on the show. Love it, brother. Take care. You too. Thanks for listening to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast. Be sure to visit us on the web at www.outcomesrocket.com for the show notes, resources, inspiration, and so much more.